0: hello everybody and welcome to another episode of tell me something good i am your host josh wolf i am feeling super good today first of all let me just say yeah this is the look that's right this is the look i'm going with today i haven't decided if i'm going with headphones let me just see if how headphones nah i think headphones take away from the entire situation Yeah, listen, somebody asked me if this is a midlife crisis, and I would tell you straight up, I'm way past midlife. (laughs) So this is like post-life, I don't know how you would call it, whatever past midlife crisis is, this is where we are. But I will tell you this, why I like this particular look is one, it, it shows people that I do have hair, but it also covers up the gigantic forehead that I have. Like, guys, this is all this, that's all forehead. This, by the way, this, that's also that's this white is like the color of my legs. But this is all forehead. You you could show a movie on my forehead. Like people play handball against my forehead. You understand? Like if my forehead lifted up, you would think a car would drive out. you, You know, like this, this, I remember when I asked my mom if I had a big forehead when I was a kid and I said, do I have a big forehead? And she said, who told you that? Which is sign number one that you've got a big forehead. Not no, not that's ridiculous, but who let you know? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> what a typical great mom answer Nah do you know what I mean You know they're not gonna lie right to your face But they're gonna beat her at Like who told you that And then do you know No Chris We're so far past the five head my man By the way is this Chris Hate that I grew up with Are you coming to Mohegan Sun this weekend dude Are you in Hey man hey man hey man Um I don't Listen, by the way, somebody, whoever made this comment, Jerry, you look like someone screaming white power. This is not what they're wearing, dude. Y- y- this is a white power outfit. Man, you need to. I would Google that. This is not the dude. This is the dude who I'm can't decide if I want to spend my disposable income on the Motley Crew tour. Or if I'm going to wait up to see if Guns N' Roses gets back together. That's right. Brett Michaels. That's right in there. So I remember I asked my mom and she said, um, she said, uh, sweep the leg is fucking right, Ellen. Chris, I'm going to be at Mohegan Sun this weekend. Torpy's going to be there. Anton's going to be there. A bunch of people are going to be there. I would love to see you, brother. Darren Pierce is going to be there. Would love to see you um you look like you're super into dragon ball z so my mom when i asked her i go do i got big forehead she said who told you that and it was one of my brothers it was the same brother who told me that i had meaty nipples do you remember when i remember that guys i used to i wore i wore a t-shirt to the pool when i was a kid for probably three years because my brother was like i remember i was shirtless around the house and he was like "Woo, what's going on chris he was like, excuse me. He was like, "Woo!" I go, what? He goes, you got meaty nipples. And I was like, what does that mean? I, I didn't even know. Like, I don't know. I didn't know at the time what that even meant, but I know that sounded like terrible meaty nipples. And the way he said it, like, Ugh. you know, you got meat, you got, you got meaty nipples. I was like, what? how dare you say I've got pepperoni nipples, but worse than pepperoni nipples, James pepperoni nipples. I would have understood, but meaty felt like, like he was trying to say substantial, like thick, you know what I mean? And not silver. Like I hear, I know what you guys are saying. And Ray, right. Also like, I don't think he meant like, like big and round. I think he meant like thick. It looked meaty, you know? and, and, and what I know now is what he was referring to is my, I guess you would call them areolas. Uh, puffy. Yeah, Jeremy. They were puffy. But you probably wanted you're probably a dude. I grew up with this dude too. You probably saw me in the locker room growing up. I, ha- I did have some puffy, meaty nipples. I look back at a picture. I'm like, yeah, he wasn't wrong. I have this one hair growing out of my hair. But anyways, this is, by the way, picture perfect me. I've probably hit 37 topics and I'm not at the end of the story yet. So I say to her, I go, I have a big forehead. And she goes, who told you that? And it was my brother. And I said, you know, Dan, she was like, it just means you have extra brains. And I was like, so I do have a big forehead because she never said you didn't have a big forehead. She tried to make me feel better about that I did have it, you know, which is a typical mom. It's just the best thing about them. My mom. Anyways, I can't speak. Some of your moms might've hated you, you know, but my mom. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you for coming to the show on Friday. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the look. I actually guys, I'm, I'm being honest with you and Beth hates this, but I think you might see me like this more than you would hope. I don't hate it. And for me, you know what this does the most, honestly? Uh, your nipples are no bigger than a Cheerio. Shit, really? Dylan says, you used your extra brains to see through her shit about saying you had extra brains. That's right. Um, But I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to... Because... Guys, I think I've told you before, I really want to lose the hat. I really want And by the way, can I tell you that Beth does not want me to lose the hat? Mostly, uh, Kat, I'm getting to your questions. I see it. Uh, mostly because she's like, this is how I fell in love with you. And this is how I've always known you and all that stuff, right? But I want to, man. I, I just want to. I feel, like, I feel like that guy who wore the hat. I'm shedding parts of him and I I'm I I think I'm close to shedding the hat part and I have a big tongue too Robbie it's long um so I really think I want to and this is a nice way for me to start for me anyways now cuz I'll get used to it not by the way I didn't there's no this is kind of terrible, but it it might. I think I might. This is for a little bit. Uh, so I look like an eighties rocker. Yeah. Hey guys, you know, I just want you to know that when I say I might do it, none of what you say. I think you're, and the opinions are funny and all that stuff. And but none of what you say, you know that, will have a fucking inkling of a effect on what i decide to do for me yeah hey you don't have to tell them that james we'll just end up ban uh, kicking them out if if it just keeps happening it's just not worth it for me you know what i mean um but so i would just not pay attention you know what i'm saying i'll handle all that shit if i see it happen in the chat um but yeah so i think that's the next step now a couple questions i see in the chat um and let me get to them real quick. I sold a movie yesterday, everybody. What? Hey CJ. Um yeah, I sold a movie. A movie yesterday in the room. Um, so fucking yeah, the hat to no hat does need a transition like a bandana, no doubt, Patrick. Um, and hey everybody, I'm good, John. Thank you. Yeah, man, nothing. Listen, heaven. I love hearing from you guys. I love reading the chat. A lot of things you guys say are funny. We have great conversations. But much like nothing I say should affect what you make decisions for yourself. Right? I got to. Your opinions for how I look don't affect the decisions I'm going to make. You know what I mean? But that's the way it should be. This is not an insult to anybody listening or watching. Nothing. That somebody else says should be the deciding factor for you. It should be about you. Um, All right. So the movie is a chapter from my book, man. How about that? The movie is a chapter from my book. um, Forehead Gump. Super funny Dylan Woods. Nailed it, dude what's your movie called forehead gump? I love that dude. Um, it is a movie from the cha- chapter chapter of my book about me taking my daughter on a road trip to get her first kiss. Um, true story. Uh, and, um, I, it's one of my favorite stories out of the book. It's one of my favorite stories ever, mostly because of what she taught me um, about being a parent and more specifically about being her parent. So, um, I, and if you want to read it guys, my book is still out there. Um, it's called, it takes balls, uh, dating single moms and other stories from an unprepared single dad. It was all about my time as a single parent, and things that I had to do and things that I wasn't ready for and, and different stories and things that went on in my life. So if you want to check it out, uh, but yeah, of course we love our daughters, man. And, um, it's a fun story and I learned so much from her on this story, but the stories take so many bananas, twists and turns real, real. Like if you read the chapter, the my favorite part about pitching this to these guys, it was here in Nashville was so I've pitched this story before, and I've had people interested before. Um, I don't want to say whose production company, but I pitched it to a big movie star's production company, and they loved it. And they were like, we would like to option this from you right now. And I'm like, cool. Is so-and-so going to be the star? And they were like, yeah, we can't guarantee that. And I was like, yeah, well, then I'm not coming to your company. Yo, there's the, Their company is great with movies that have – this person in it but all the movies that this person weren't in you know that now it's just a regular old movie that the movie star is not in so i pitched to these guys here and before i could get to the movie pitch so in the past what i've had to do is pitch the real story and then pitch how i thought the movie would go um and they were like stop right there and i said all right they're like we like the real story we don't need to hear the movie pitch let's make the real story the movie pitch and I was like, "Wowzers! That was so so cool to hear, you know, and they even have talked to me about that They're like, do you want to be do you want to star in it?" I'm like, nah, uh, look I i I guess I would if nobody else wanted to do it, but I think there are only like if i if they were like today's movie starring Josh Wolf. Once you got over the round of hearing this, who, what, who is that? Who after the, that there would probably be like 12 people who'd be like, Oh, Josh is in it. And one of them, is my mom, I'll go. I'm not, that's not where people are not buying tickets to see me star in a movie, but Sandler has his own production studio. He does. I've actually sold a movie to Sandler and his production company before great dudes great experience i've been writing a long time guys you know i i I do a lot of writing and i've I've sold a bunch of stuff and um um i enjoy writing i enjoy it to take away it taking me away a little bit and i enjoy writing jokes and figuring out other characters like i know what i say and i know how i would say it but i love being i love being somebody else as i'm writing If that makes any sense, you know, uh, Kristen, I think the book is probably on Amazon. Uh, Kate, it's not that I don't, I give myself plenty of love. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm a really, really good comic. I'm a really good comic. I know what I do. Well, I interview people really well because I am sincerely interested in what other people have to say i feel like i interview people really well the only my only thing is i bounce around a little bit i'm a really good onstage performer i'm super present i love writing i think i'm a good writer i just haven't done a lot of acting it's not me not not um believing in myself i i'm just very honest about you know we all have things we're good at and bad at and i'm not saying i couldn't be a good actor i just I just haven't done much. You know, I've done some, my name is Earl littler things, but this is going to be something that the actor's going to have to have chops because the story has funny, but it also has a lot of heart. You know, again, if I'm not being so hard on myself, what I would tell you is one thing I'm really good at. If you have read any scripts I've ever written or anything like that, I'm good at blending heart and laughter. I'm really good at that. So I think this movie is right in my, I don't think I know writing this movie is right in my wheelhouse. I just acting in it. Uh, Tony, there is no name yet. Um, Amber, I am going to New Year's Eve. I'm going to Arizona on New Year's Eve. Oh, my man, Reno. What a fucking great comment. You're good at playing John McEnroe right now. You cannot be serious. See, not a great actor. But I love, I've always wanted to scream that. Anyways. um. Oh, thanks, Jeremy. I appreciate it, man. There it is, guys, right there, up on the screen. So that's what's going on with the movie. was really excited, man. Went in and pitched with these dudes. And uh, it was three guys and a woman. And it was fucking... And by the way, I pitched... When I got the address for where the pitch was, I was like, I know this address. I pitched in the same place. If you guys have seen those sketches that Jeremiah and I have done, The Fired. We, we pitched... At that office building. So I walked by the bullpen where I shot all those videos, and I was like, that's fucking amazing. It's amazing. Uh, what are the other movies you sold to Adam Sandler? Uh, Odetta. So they never made the movie we sold to them. I can tell you what it was about. Uh, it was a true story. When are you coming to Huntsville, Alabama? Great question, Mandy. I'm there for one night only, the night after Thanksgiving, two shows that Friday. Beth and I are driving in. Come on, I'm out. The the single dad shit is hard, Kenneth. But you got this, man. Um, I forget what I just started talking about, but all right. So I I did write down some stuff. I told you about the movie. Um, yeah. Uh, I finally got all the artwork done for Hey Man with Jacob and I. Uh, we wanted to record a podcast about him. He was at Astro on Friday night, um, and so that was. I woke up to a really just Houston is th- next week, Jesse. Next week, the what is it? The weekend of the twentieth. I'm at the Houston Improv. Come get some, Allie. I am going to Vegas. This is incredible that you guys are just mentioning the. I'm coming to Arizona and Tempe. You're just mentioning the places. Everything's on my website, everybody. But I'll be in Vegas mid December. Um, comedianjoshwolf.com. But so Jacob was at Astroworld. And first, I'm so glad to, that I was asleep before I read the news because he didn't, he didn't text me till the morning and you know, I'm, I'm holding judgment on the people involved at the concert uh it sure seems like and i know a lot of people musicians who play big shows and to a person that i asked about it they were all like it seems really weird that he wouldn't know and if he didn't know that means somebody on his team knew and decided not to tell him he was like they all said because people communicate there's things happening And if it didn't get up to the stage, that means somebody stopped it. Right. So I want to, I'm going to reserve judgment just like I think everybody should. It's so, look, man, it looks bad for this dude. There's no doubt about it. It looks really fucking bad for this dude not to stop the show. But I'm going to wait, which I think everybody should do too. Just wait before you start condemning this dude, we'll just wait. And if it turns out he's at fault, then, you know, but there's no reason for everybody to start piling on with this guy now. Um, And so I, I will say, though, you know, I've never gone in on this generation before. But I'm, re- I'm a little concerned, man. I'm a little concerned at the, yeah, Linda, I don't buy that about it being a rap concert and the fans are different. I mean, first of all, Travis Scott fans are all young white kids, all young white kids. And I don't know that a rap concert, the fans are any different than going to see like when Rage was playing or anybody that has a giant mosh pit. Do you know what I mean? So I, I don't buy into that. Um, I, I'm a little concerned, man, you know, about what this younger generation is valuing the value on drip on social status, on what you're wearing, what you're driving that the, the brands that That is really concerning to me for that to be so important. I don't remember that growing up, but I don't re it wasn't flat. It wasn't flashed in my face all the time. Um, char, you can disagree all you want. That's completely up to you. Um, so, uh, the, the, and I don't know what you're disagreeing about, but yeah, me too. I've gone to a lot of different concerts, all different genres. And um you can if you're you talking about you disagree on passing judgment. Yeah, you can pass judgment all you want. I mean, I know you don't know any more than I do, and I certainly don't know enough to pass judgment. I I know what what other people have told me. And so it does I can I know that it doesn't look good but I think we're all too, I don't know why condemning this dude now. Oh, you grew up in mosh pits and no one died. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I grew up in mosh pits too, but it was violent. And this rap, this these people didn't die because they, it was a rap concert. That is a hundred percent false. But to say the mosh pits aren't violent and that people that get knocked out or stepped on or trampled, then you weren't in the same mosh pits that I was in. I was in, but these kids didn't die because it was a rap concert. They died because it they weren't prepared for what was happening, and that has nothing to do with the music this dude sings. And it was like I said, if you want to hit rap, like the it's young. These are young white kids mostly at this show, you know. So, um. Yeah, I didn't have the money either, Ken. But I also don't remember it being so important. And I don't remember you being... I mean, look, I was poor. So I remember feeling judged with the clothes I was wearing. And I remember feeling judged. Um, Char, you think they died because it was a rap show? You're wrong. This isn't even opinion. You're wrong. That's it. I mean, you're wrong. Um, so, uh, yeah, that it's, it's wrong and seems super prejudiced. Okay. There's a ton of rap concerts, sure. Where people don't die. A ton of rap concerts where people don't die. So, but look, man. Um, and if that feels kind of, I don't want to put that on you. But that feels a little off. It certainly does. feels a little off. I mean, look, I know it was a long time ago. People have died at Stones concerts. People have died at Stones concerts. It was just a surge of people. If you ask Jacob, and Jacob was there, and let me get back to the kids. It, it was just because there was too many people, and they all ran up at the same time, compressing all of these people. I had nothing to do with the rap. It had to do with the fact that they are young and this dude riles up his crowds. He wants them to rage. Okay, Bashar. You seem to be awfully touchy for somebody who has an opinion that other people don't like. It's totally okay to have an opinion that other people don't like, but it seems kind of weird to blame it on the music. That seems you know what that seems like it seems super footloose. <laughs> You know what I mean? Do you not, you not want them to dance either? Uh, yeah, your opinion—it on doesn't matter, guys. That, none of that matters. Um, we had an, we had all our fights at Slipknot concerts. Yeah, listen, guys. This is the thing, Tony. We had all our fights at Slipknot concerts, and after the pit, we actually shook hands and said, "Good fight." Yet yeah, to me, guys, that's more violence. That's more violence. You know, Travis promote, he wants his kids to rage and it's why they go. It's his brand. I a hundred percent don't think he wants people to die or get hurt, but he wants that fucking crazy energy. It's why he sells 50,000 tickets. He's going to have to rebrand. That's all. Yo, you don't think the people at the mosh pits wanted the people to be violent? Nobody wanted them to die. If somebody had died at one of your concerts, Char, would you have said, "Oh, the band wanted him to be violent"? Mosh pits are mosh pits, man. Luck of the draw, and people have died at concerts, not just rap concerts. So, but you can believe whatever you want to believe. It's totally okay. Um, it it doesn't change anybody's opinion. Um, so, yo, guys, I guess there's a common respect in the mosh pits. This is an interesting conversation. But when people are flying off the top rope and punching unsuspected people in the face, shake hands or not. That doesn't seem super respectful to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess we're mints and words here. It's like after a UFC fight, people shake hands. Great. But during the fight, they're trying to kill each other. They're trying to injure each other. So and I don't think the rushing forward. Was what, not saying that there wasn't violence happening, but Jacob, when he was, he was telling me that, you know, his girlfriend's got bruises on his, on her ribs. Let me give you an example. So this one girl had her hands in the air cheering, right? And Travis Scott came on stage and there was a surge. And when there was a surge, her hands got caught above her head like this. And it was so tight. She couldn't drop her hands. So now she's stuck like this, right? Not only is she stuck like this, but every time she breathes and exhales, it it's like a boa constrictor. It constricts her. So now she can't. This was how people were getting choked out slowly. Because every time they exhaled, the crowd pushed in further. And he saw this girl behind him. And he said he saw her just sinking. And somebody reached back and grabbed her. But that if you bent down, you became one of the people on the ground. Jacob is 6'3", y'all. Jacob is 6'3". He said there was a point where his feet were like four inches off the ground. And he was just being moved by the... He was straight up in the air. Moved by the crowd. This is... And, and this, man, there's there's no doubt, I think, that Travis holds responsibility, some responsibility for how he riles up his crowd. He encourages them to jump barricades he encourages them to rage but it's like a fight you know you push it it's it's like when you do something and this is a bad analogy and way not comparing it to people's lives but it's like at your house when you have you fight with your brother fight 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 you push 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 and then somebody really gets hurt and you're like oh fuck we gotta stop this was not right but you never really you know there's danger but you never really think something's gonna happen just no excuse, by the way, no excuse for him, live nation, Houston, the venue. But I I don't think you'll ever be able to convince me that this dude is looking for the people in his crowd to get hurt. Now. I think he for sure encourages craziness. And I think that was just brand his for his brand. And I think he was willing, you know, for, but there are clips that are coming out now showing him stopping the show for people getting passed out to be carried out. And, so, this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm saying a lot of shit went down. And it's being called a crime scene with 50,000 people there. So, it's going to take a little bit to clear things up. And I just feel like, as in general, as a group, us people jump on a team real quick without knowing, without knowing. everything. Right? So, I just I just want to know everything. I just want to know everything before I make up my mind. You guys don't have to, but I I will. Yeah, I um but anyways, um it was a crazy 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 weekend. I'm so glad, you know, and it, you you can hear it on the podcast with Jakey. Um, it's, you know, and I talked through it. I, it's hard for me to figure it out how I feel as a performer about this dude. I asked Jacob about it and um, yeah, it's a fun, it's an interesting podcast. I hope you, um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I, uh oh, this is interesting. I read about this today and I want to read this. Man, I don't know what the fucking deal is with some of these motherfuckers. But and I love by the way, let me just go on uh record. Love Sarah Silverman. Love Sarah Silverman. I think she's insanely funny. I love her standup, I love her writing. I love, I love it. I, I, I find her so watchable on stage. It's almost embarrassing. Love her. I love her voice. Not the sound of her voice. Although I don't really care about the sound of her. I love what she said. I love it. Right. Man, this thing in Hollywood with people being up in arms so this is about, this is the title of this article is Sarah Silverman calls out Hollywood's Jew face problem representation fucking matters. So basically from what I understand, um, she's talking about the, on the most recent episode of her podcast, uh, there's a long tradition of non-Jews playing Jews and not just playing people who happen to be Jewish, but people whose Jewishness is their whole being. One could argue, for instance, that a Gentile playing Joan Rivers correctly would be doing what is actually called Jew face. So I think what she's saying is non-Jewish people putting on what they consider to be Jewish characteristics in their tone, in their talk, in their look. Hey, by the way, everybody, everybody leaves Shara alone. She's A hundred percent allowed to have her own opinion. This is not. This is not. Pile on. This is. I want to. We're not going to have that here. We're just not going to have that here. We're allowing people to have their own opinion. That's it. I don't agree with Shar's opinion. But she's allowed to have it. Just like I'm allowed to have mine. And you're allowed to have yours. But you're not allowed to disrespect somebody for this opinion here. Now, if your opinion is Jews should die, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you deserve all the pile on. You know what I mean? That's not a, that's not a great opinion. However, this, you know, so relax every, I know you can take it, Char, but I don't, I don't like that shit. So this is the problem I have now on one hand. I hear what she's saying, man. I'm so confused because, okay, please help me. This is this honest question. All right. If I told a story tomorrow about an English guy, about a German dude, about a Russian guy. Did I say that already? I, about a, a Southern guy, a New Yorker, a Canadian I would do the accent and, but if I do an, I'm I'm honestly asking, I'm doing Asian accent, right? Because for me, when I tell stories, the more details, the better. So how come, and by the way, I just saw uh, Beth was watching. This is so embarrassing. Beth was watching a, a, an episode of real housewives of Salt Lake city. And I walk in and this lady is talking to this Italian dude. With a mocking Italian accent. And I'm like... I don't know how they're letting them get away with this shit. It's so crazy. Now, me personally, I don't give a fuck. But it seems so weird. So if I do an Asian accent, I'm racist. But I'm really just doing the accent of the person in the story. I'm not mocking. I'm not putting a a fucking gong behind the... Right? If I do a... Yo, if I tell a story about a deaf person, I am 100% doing the deaf voice. Why? Funnier. I'm going for funny, man. I'm going for, I'm I'm going for funny. Right? So interesting to me. Right? That and so the Jew face thing. I get because if it was a non- if it was a straight person playing gay and they put on something that was a little too right. Or, I mean, you don't want a white dude playing Asian or any of that shit, but, but like it would be, we might hear something now personally. I don't give a fuck because it's called acting and you hire the best actor. And if a non-Jew is a more convincing Jew than a Jew Jew, then let's go with that. It's like when people, when you know, the trans community was up in arms about Jeffrey Tambor. You know, Jeffrey Tambor. If there's a trans actor who is as good as Jeffrey Tambor, cool. Let's get that trans actor in there. Jeffrey Tambor is one of the best actors in the world. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a business for me. And I'm just talking about the people I know. For me, who is in your movie or TV show, is has zero to do with race, and a hundred percent to do with money. These are just people I know. Like, look, man, yo, if and not anymore because because and what's been proven that Asian people in a movie, all Asian movies, they bring in numbers. But back in the day when you were like, nah, not gonna. The reason you would have bre- uh, tom cruise pay the last samurai it's tom fucking cruise man so i'm a businessman and i'm like cool so tom cruise wants to do the uh i don't know who else we got we got joe Coy. yeah let's do tom cruise and by the way nothing is joe Coy. you know what i mean he's my buddy but i'm a business person so who's selling more tickets to movies joe Coy or tom cruise and so i'm it's I mean, fuck your sensitivity about this. This is a business. These people are are business people trying to make their business successful. That's that, 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 that's it. Nobody, I promise you, nobody was like, let's get a transactor. Absolutely not. No way. Because truth of the matter is, a transactor would have brought such amazing press to that show. Such amazing press. You know, the better old, than old fucking saggy titty Jeffrey Tambor. Um, You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, everybody. This shit about like, trans have to play trans, and gay have to play gay, and Jews have to play Jews. Look, 100%. A white guy doesn't need to play a black guy. And a black guy doesn't need to play a white guy. I th- I think we can all agree on that. Although Joseph... And Joseph Fine's playing Michael Jackson. I don't know about that one. But like everything else, get your shit together, motherfuckers. Get your shit together. This is entertainment. That's it. I want you to look at the trend now. Look at the trend now. The trend now, of course, is for inclusion and diversity as and representation. And now Hollywood knows. Oh, wait, we can make money? Cool. And so as soon as they were like, yeah, we can make money, that's that's it. It's it's a money game, man. Is there racism? Of course. Is there sexism? Of course. Of course. Of course. Does that play into some things? Of course. Of course it does. I'm not sitting here telling you there's no racism or bad people in charge of making decisions. But at the end of the day, that it needs to be successful. That's it. Look. um. Oh, thank you, Matthew. What about the Wayans brothers? About white chicks? Yo, man, but I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. I had no problem with soul man. It's a movie. It's a movie about a person or people who are doing this thing. So we see things that make us uncomfortable in movies all the time. I got no problem. with it. I'm just saying you wouldn't the point of the Wayans brothers to do white chicks. That was the point of the movie, right? To pretend, right? But Damon Wayans probably shouldn't play Bill Parcells in the fucking made for TV movie. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and it was also funny. It was made to be funny. This is this is not like you're casting you think a white guy can play a you know, play the lead in Amistad better than a black guy. Do you know what I mean? Um Denise. It's interesting that we can mock and do accents for anyone white and stupid, but if you're Jewish, Asian, black, gay, stupid. Um okay. Denise, here's what I would say about that. I believe I I agree with you. I agree with you. But And I do think, man, I I think funny is what cuts through everything. I think when you stop allowing people to poke fun of each other, then it gets serious. Do you know what I mean? Then it gets real serious because people are like, what the fuck? Then it's all this tension. We're not, right? But I think we will go back to being able to do that, Denise. But there needed to be a readjustment a little bit they in how people were telling some jokes, the ease with which people were telling some jokes. Some things are okay to joke about. And some things aren't, I think everything is, but I understand that general pop is not ready for that shit. Um, I'm like, I'm not up in arms about, you know, You know, Annie's black now. People are like, the fucking Annie's black. Who cares? She was white for a long time. We had little white girls. Let's watch a black Annie. Who gives a shit? You know? Um, I, I know that white people are a little like, but what about we're still... Yeah, I get it. Look, man. There are blips in time. And we just happen to be in a blip in time. Where, oh, Char, I know. She says, I'm surprised you're not canceled for using the R word in your show. Yeah, I, I was expecting way more blowback, to tell you the truth. Um, but I think people realize, man, that like, look, one of the reasons, Shar, I put that where I did in the show was for you to understand who I am the silliness of my humor and how I'm just trying to have some fun. Right. And so to put it there for you to watch that whole show and then to think anything differently of me, for me would have showed me that you, it, it's just simply a word that makes you mad. And I think that's too bad. Anyways. Uh, thanks Brian. Um, I do want to talk to you guys, Uh, and I I want to get off that real quick. I I know um, it's the way he wrote, and we made, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think any shot, Jesse, I don't think any comic should be censored or canceled. It's comedy. Today, it's all about being PC. Yes and no, man. Look, man, just because you decide to be a comic doesn't give you free reign to say whatever the fuck you want. Uh, Let me take that back. Yeah, it does. But you can too. But just know that there are consequences. Um, There can be consequences. And so that's all. Um, I think that a readjustment of sorts was okay. I think it was important and is important to hear people say, hey, that bothers me. Now, I also think right now it's like a badge of honor to be offended it's like a badge of honor to find to to cancel somebody you know that it's like a badge of honor to be on team offended which i think is yo i think offended is a really tough way to go through life man there's so much fun out there you know freedom of speech not freedom of consequences that's right so comics can say whatever they want i i unfortunately think what's going to happen to stand up coming up. And by the way, I want to get into this weird news story. I unfortunately think what's going to happen to stand up coming up. If I'm guessing is there's going to be a large wave. Uh, Hold on. I'm sorry. Why are we having this conversation? The more is pointing the difference. We find the rather than inclusion. It should be Yeah. Um, there's a large way. There's going to be my opinion. There's going to be a large wave of. I don't know if that's Jackie. I, I would have to need an example of that. I can't think of one person who's doing that. I could be wrong, but I can't think of one person who's doing that. Um, I think there's going to be a large wave of young comics who think they want to be edgy. Fuck the woke police. And and I think what's going to happen is you're going to see a wave of shock comics, which isn't going to be great. To me, I like dirty comedy. And I like comedy that makes me go, what the fuck? But I like it when it's authentic from the person who's saying it. Shane Gillis is super funny. Joey Diaz, like there's a ton of them. Right. Um, and so I think now though, there's going to be just a bunch of just people trying to, you know, I'm so fucking not woke and it's not gonna be good for comedy. I think, I think, I think, I think you, I think you have to be an, I think you have to be a good look, man. There was a first-time comic on my show in Nashville. Okay, Mark Anthony like, too, Mark, because he's a great writer. Mark Norman, great writer. And by the way, Mark's right about everything, man. Mark's po- Mark pokes fun at both sides, and really intelligently. And if you listen to Mark and you're offended, that means he he pushed a button that you're like, oh shit. Um. That might be me. Uh, I don't remember what I was saying. Um, I thought that was going to be fun. Uh, the last comment I loved was Adam Sandler. Yeah, I love Adam Sandler, man. Anyways, so there's a the thing with Sarah is this, man. I hear what she's saying. I, I guess because if you if you put it up against everybody else demanding representation. That makes sense to me. But I would say the same thing to them as I would say to us Jews, which is it's acting. Be a better actor Jews. That's it. Jew it up, man. If you're going, if, if a non Jew is getting a roll over you, Jew it up, bro. Maybe you didn't Jew it up enough. They want it. Jewy. And you're coming in non-Jewy because you've tried to be non jew much like me, tried to be non-Jewy. You know, I haven't tried to be non-Jewy. I'm just kind of non-Jewy anyways. I I, Every time I tell someone I'm Jewish, they're like, 100%? I'm like, yeah, I'm 100% sure. And they're like, not 100% sure. Like, are you all Jew? I'm like, yeah. And I always get the same thing. Huh. Like, I know what they're thinking in their head. So I usually say it out loud form. I say, do I not look Jewish? And they go, no. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Are you basically just telling me I don't have a big nose? Thank you. I guess. Look, for someone to tell me you don't look Jewish, I take this as a compliment. Because I think if you told me I look Jewish, you'd basically be saying you got a big nose and no chin. A Jewish accent? Uh, yeah, sure, man. You. you should you ever go full Jew? You should go full Jew if you're going for the role. That's what I'm saying, Tim. You have to go. If you're, a, I bet you the non-Jews go full Jew. And then what happens is, is the Jew-Jews think, well, I don't need to go Jew because I am Jew. But the non-Jews are putting the Jew on the accent. They're kvitching whatever the fuck that I don't even, I can't even, I can't even, I don't know how to Jew it up. Oi, what am I supposed to do? I mean I'm not circumcised. Is that is that okay? I don't know what else to say. Like how how Robbie, who does girls here and love Josh Wolf. That's hilarious, Robbie. How are you, man? Good to see you. Dude, I love that avatar man. Um Yeah, ish is right. I just look, man, I'm gonna audition for a Jew. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna audition. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Tim, I'm going full Jew. A hundred percent. So I might have to figure out. Look, I have Jewy ears. You know, they're super big. Old Jews always have the biggest ears and the biggest noses. They look like that guy from up. You know what I mean? Old Jews are like, this is. That's why I watch Up once a month. Maybe it's just because I'm like, this is what I'm going to look like. Let's take a look. Oh, that shuffle? Yeah. I I might go full Jew for... Look, you guys know me. I don't like going halfway. I'll go full Jew for for an audition. You know what? I'm going to self-tape. I'm just going to call it full Jew. You know what I mean? I'm calling it full Jew. And you, you think Chappelle is doing that. First of all, Jackie, he could not be any more relevant than he is now in his career, even when the Chappelle show was happening. So he's not desperate at all. He could sell out. And he is the only person that I think I could say this about. He could announce a show in a city in the morning, sell it out no matter where he is, no matter what the size of the venue he's incredibly relevant he's also an older dude who isn't he's done i don't know many how how many hours of stand-up he isn't doing his jokey jokes he's done all of his stories about the past he's done all of that stuff he's now talking about what's important to him so he's not desperate at all he's just grown as a person and what he wants to talk about his style has changed. I like it so much where he tells long stories that have one giant punch at the end. I'm so envious of that ability that he has. But he was relevant pre-controversy. He was getting pre-controversy. Netflix gave him $50 million. So all due respect, That's you may not like what he's saying, but it's not because he's desperate. I promise you, that dude is far, you know, over this quarantine, that dude was doing comedy shows in a, in a cornfield, in a cornfield, jamming it, the biggest names in the world. The only comedian who can get a seat at the table with world leaders, super relevant. Like I said, you may not like what he said, but that doesn't put his relevance or how good he is. He's expert level he could go back and put out one of those albums of the old material you like he could shit that out tomorrow but what's great about chappelle is that he constantly challenges himself he's not putting out the same fucking album every time with the same type of joke and i'm gonna go back and wreck it with this type of joke he doesn't need to do that he's dave chappelle he's not you know he's like the beatles man in seven years they put out i I don't know how many albums. But almost every album, besides maybe those first two or three early ones, oh, was different music. That's what he's doing. Expert level, expert level. Um, so he, he controversy is not all he has. Like I said, he spent the whole summer, not controversy, selling out cornfields and having people fly in from all over the world, like world leaders. So i don't uh i don't buy into that at all relevant doesn't mean funny that's true relevant does not mean funny but he's both he's both he's both relevant and funny um like i said you may not like jim jeff jeffrey's hilarious hilarious these are hilarious comics who all like to push the envelope um so yo ray ray billy wayne davis hilarious hilarious guys there's so many great comics right now so many great comics you can't go wrong at a comedy club well you can but it's hard man it's hard we're out there um all right listen dude oh this is running i'm running late but um i do have a show scheduled in april and okay sounds good Jackie the joke man, not for me, Josh. I appreciate it, dude. Not my guy. I don't like I've never really liked his jokes. I I don't know him. My not not my thing. I I haven't listened to as much enough Chad Daniels, but I hear great things. Sebastian is a fucking killer. Felipe is a killer. Felipe did high live with me, Ray Ray. Yeah, Chappelle's been controversial since Comedy Central. You're right. All right, so listen, everybody. Um, I uh, I got a couple minutes left. I'm sorry we didn't get to um, a chance to bring anybody on this week. Um, but listen, everybody. A couple things I want to say. First of all, I'm happy. I'm happy. i um, and I just want to say that because sometimes I don't. And um, I think it's important to let people know when you're happy. And so I'm happy, man. And I hope you're happy too. And when I – things like when I talk about not judging that dude first, because you're worrying about things that are just going to cause you st- – tension and grief and anxiety pre pre it's, I've stopped worrying about things, uh, that I can't control or that I'm going to find out about two weeks later because me worrying for two weeks, isn't going to change it. Do you know what I mean? And so I'm learning a lot about myself and a lot about what stress and worry and fear and how those are made up. It's okay to be cautious. There's a difference between cautious and fear, and I think fear is dangerous for everybody. It makes you act irrationally, unhealthy for your body. Um, so, um, I'm happy. Comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates. I'm finally saying this out loud. Hey guys, this is a this is a good podcast. Not just this episode. This is a good podcast. This is this is is a good podcast. And um, so do me a favor, if you will, it can you go to iTunes and rate and subscribe and do all that stuff. Look, I I I, um I know that everybody asks you to do that. Thank you, Kaylee. He is good looking. Um I know all podcasts ask you to do that, but it would really it really helps. And because my stream um, I didn't erase all the old podcasts, like the fairly normal and the off the rails, because I thought it'd be fun for people to be able to go back and look at them. But the uh, it's a lot of old stuff. So just need some new stuff if possible. That would be amazing. It would be amazing. Um, I would really appreciate it. And, um, comedian, for tour dates. Um, Hey man with Jacob and I, uh, Dropping as soon as we decide on the artwork, which is out on my Instagram right now. If you want to take a look at it, and hey everybody, thank you so much. I listen on Spotify and can't find a way to rate stuff. Okay, if you could, you can even go to iTunes. You don't have to listen to it, but if you can just go there and find it, that would be amazing. And just okay, at um, least so good to see you. Also, Brian, good to see you, man, and. uh Yo, Kevin, that would be fucking super dope, dude. Nelson, if I get naked in the movie, are you going to come see it? So, anyways. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot. Um, Humbled. And me and my bandana are going to go rock out with our cock out. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see. Remember, Mohegan Sun, Houston. Huntsville, Alabama, Denver, Colorado, Kansas City. Let's go. Love you, everybody. Happy birthday to the Marines. And Robbie, good to see you, my man. Later, everybody.